You're listening to episode number 245 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Or you could just give us money by donating via PayPal. A link to that is also available at 360vegaspodcast.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Is that it? Yeah. We're, we're missing something. No, no, we're not. Yes, we are. No. What happened to the warning? I made the effort. I, I feel people's lack of effort, although I have said those who've made the effort have, have been, done a phenomenal job. I know. I want more. But, uh, I, I think the, the people have spoken or, or, or not spoken. and um, We don't have any more audio? No. They no, don't love no us anymore? Words. Oh, I, I'm, I'm sure they do. They're just fucking lazy. I know, but I'm trying to lay on the sympathy card. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see once we start getting negative reviews again. People are like, that fucking guy in his laugh. Like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. If you would just send the warnings in. Right. Warn these fucking idiots. Hey, how else are they going to know? Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Don't, don't read any of the other reviews or anything because it'll never show Yeah, up. I mean, yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no other way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm sad. <laughs> well, listen, before we start the show, uh, I we do need to give a uh, very generous and thank you shout, drunken shout out to our dear buddy Mitchell from Canada because uh, at least... Tony's portion, Tony's one third of the show is being sponsored by <laughs> Mitchell out of Canada. And by sponsor, do you mean he sent you your own little karma donation? What do you got? Uh, I've got the lot number 40 rye whiskey. Uh, this was a specific bottle that Mitchell brought for, well, so Mitchell brought it to Vegas. He said, listen, Tony, outside of the whiskey tasting that we're going to do for 360 Vegas Vacation 5, I want you to have this particular Aww. bottle of rye. It's a Aww. Canadian whiskey. I'm really proud of it. I think you're going to really enjoy it. And um, Mitchell, <laughs> we're, we're loving it a whole lot right now. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, we can judge at the end of the show how liquored up Tony gets to be like, oh, apparently that's some good stuff. Cause uh, we, we have to wait to the end of the show. I think we are. Well, I think know. we can already tell a little bit, but by the end of the show, we'll know who to blame. Maybe right. that's a better way of putting it. Right. I think the value of this show is how <laughs> no, it'll more, it'll more be like Mitchell. He's rambling again. This is all your fault. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. But for that reason, we should probably start the show because time is a ticking down. <laughs> <laughs> He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. In a unique cross-promotion with the movie Armageddon, in 1998, Luxor had a wrap applied to the side of the building, giving the illusion that it had been hit by an asteroid. However, it was only on display for about a week. Also... The 3D illusion only worked from far away. I so can't. how far away do you have to be for it to actually have worked? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know for sure. And the, the funny thing is, is I've seen pictures online, if you just Google it, where it does look like, oh, my God, that really looks like a crater. And then there are pictures going, what the? That looks terrible. That's an <laughs> awful sight. Yeah, rap. That's funny. Yeah, but, I mean, it's huge. I mean, it, it was a clever idea, but... Now we have all so, the reps we have. So what do you Google, like Luxor Meteorite or? Luxor Armageddon, Armageddon I guess. How the hell do you spell Armageddon? Oh. One G, two Ds. 
And, the, and then the rest of it is all, you know, spelled like it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It, it looks oh, like oh, hey. it looks like that like a meteor crashed straight through it and you can see out the other side. Yeah. I thought it would just be like a big chunk sitting in the in the No, no, it's it's the 3D illusion is kind of like 3D is nowadays where you know how like old school 3D 3D was like it's coming right at you and now 3D is like no, it's depth. You can see kind of into the screen yeah. and all that stuff and that's what this was. It looked like it landed in the thing and you see what's, you know. Crazy. But you're definitely right. There's there's one or two pictures of that one you're like, "Holy shit." And you look at this one and you're like, the hell yeah how, it's how is it looking down into it and there's clouds it, wild, that doesn't yeah. make any sense <laughs> or it's 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 a blue sky with clouds that you're looking into but it's gray on the rest of the skyline right. yeah that looks a little weird <laughs> i mean it's kind of interesting though it was a, a unique idea yeah but it didn't work. all right another uh, unique view is the twit pick of the week i am convinced things like this week's winner brought to you by at vital vegas are done intentionally so they can be preserved for history. Continuing to add to the art gallery, all open posthumously to celebrate his legacy or to fuel speculation by the police that I was somehow involved in his untimely death, Vital Vegas once again shared a view of Vegas never before seen of the city, this time at the Las Vegas Club. Looking like something that you would see in the aftermath of an Avengers battle against the forces of evil, without the view obscuring reflective backdrop it previously resided in front of, the well-known statue of a baseball player swinging away now appears to be helping in its demolition. Why else would the Las Vegas Club sign still be attached to the side of the building, currently being torn down, if not to create a photographic metaphor? By chance or intention, we celebrate the creation of a view that simultaneously documents Las Vegas and inspires memories of it. See, I, it just it cracks me up sometimes how your brain works when you look at a picture and start <laughs> writing these. Because I, I looked at the picture ahead of time and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. You, you know, you see a baseball player with a big Las Vegas club sign behind it. I've never seen that before. And then you get into, he's helping to demolish the building. And I'm just like, <laughs> you don't see it in the swing away. Well, like, except the oh, building the building's behind him. Oh, he just totally swung it through. Swung through. He whiffed. He whiffed. But in this case, uh, it he hit the building. But but oh. I I also like the analogy that it's like the Avengers battling something and that's right? going to pour down the building. I mean, no, it, it's uh, yeah, it's it's cool. It's a cool picture, and, and I think your monologue was uh, ironically this time. I I like the monologue. I thought it was entertaining. Oh oh, oh I'm glad I entertained you. <laughs> <laughs> no, most time I'm just like, oh god, here he goes again. But this one I was like, huh, I kind of like that one. There. <laughs> There are times when I have said that I think Mark's monologue is better than the twit pick of the week that he actually oh, used yeah. as his motivation. For an entertainment value, especially. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I'll give him this one. This one is, <laughs> you know, this one was clever. I mean, I, it, it for, so I saw this this particular picture by uh, Scott on his, on his Vital Vegas Twitter account. And when I first saw it, I was like, I don't get it. And I just, you know, kept scrolling. Once Mark actually crafted a story behind it, it, the picture actually made more sense. Like this is one of those instances where, no offense, Scott, I actually think the picture is better because of Mark's view of it. Like, like Mark led us kind of into his psyche on how he looked at this this image, and I'm like, I get it. That that's kind of a cool picture now. See, so I, you, you got me there. I, I I promise Scott has the same. I mean, I, maybe not the same grandiose idea, but I know his eye saw what I saw. Whether whether it, it be as as crazy as I drew it out, or just holy shit, I, I this is this is special. I have to capture this. Oh yeah, and and I know that Scott's been um, getting into amateur photography as was made evident by the dinner that we had with He's him. He's a little mini mini. Exterior lighting. Yes. If you ever have a chance him. to hang out with Scott when he's got <laughs> his pro camera with him, this guy does not fuck around. He's got these tiny little exterior lights, and he'll, he'll fuck around with it and, like, set them up Which on the really side. Which is really cool, except you're hungry and you want to eat, and he's like, no, 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 don't touch it. i got to get a picture. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, hey, Scott, can you really bring the artistic creativity down to a minimum? Because we're hungry right now. <laughs> just, just take the goddamn picture. Shit what in. I can do with my phone? Click. All right, let's go. Right. Oh, no, he's moving the light around and to get the right angle, so there's no. He's catching those reflections up. And they were great pictures. They were awesome pictures, but yeah, no, he's he definitely. And we already we already documented how much you two seem to think alike, and so the fact that he took this picture and you fell in love with it, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Well, 
Scott, I'm sure you also have some photographs of your girlfriend if you want to share those with us as well. <laughs> artistic, very artistic. We exactly. We promise we will look at them purely oh, as art. <laughs> As always, we will link to the photo in our, this one of the of the banner, by the way. We'll, we'll link that photo on our blog and feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter. Let's move into the news. So this is a story everyone assumed we were going to talk about, and, and here we go, the Enhanced Podcast. <laughs> now, we start with this story instead of the obvious one, because you may want to utilize this information when we get to the story everyone has been talking about. I've mentioned several times before that part of the inspiration that created this show was doing things no one else was doing. Whether it was content, format, or embracing the technology available for the podcast medium. Specifically, that included offering an enhanced podcast. For those of you unfamiliar, an enhanced podcast is one that, in addition to the audio, offers a more complete multimedia experience. The show is divided up into chapters, each with its own title, photograph, and web link. During the playback, each chapter has a picture related to the information being shared in that chapter, helping to better enrich the content being discussed. It also offers a web link to the article used as a source for that story. In the cases where multiple sources are used, it's a link to our favorite article regarding the topic. If you are interested in learning more about the story covered in that chapter, you just simply need to click on the link and it will take you to that article. Best part is, you don't have to do anything. If you just want to listen to the show, all this happens in the background and you won't even notice the difference. If you look at your player during the broadcast, the pictures auto-change along with the chapters. Up until about a year ago, each episode of 360 Vegas was enhanced. We stopped offering it because of a glitch that caused the enhanced media to get stuck on a chapter while the audio continued through the rest of the show. While Apple was aware of the issue, they were in no hurry to address it, so we stopped making the additional effort at some point. As we prepared to start production on the new Vintage Vegas episodes that we've been working on, interest in the technology returned, as we always felt it was the best way to complement the narrative of those episodes. Hoping we would be able to utilize it for the Vintage Vegas episodes, we quietly started testing it out on the weekly shows, and we are happy to report it appears Apple has addressed the issue, so it's back. The 360 Vegas podcast is once again an enhanced podcast, even more exciting, we will be able to share that in the vintage episodes. And and several of you caught this, but I was I was shocked. I thought no one would know about this. Literally the first episode we put out, I believe it was Seth was like, Oh my god, I love the enhanced but I'm like, how the fuck did he catch this so fast? And Mark Meltz did the same thing. I like mentioned like going, everyone should do shows like this where you see all the all the chapters. And I'm like, I can't keep a secret. <laughs> I, I was going to keep it quiet for a while and keep testing, but then after a couple of people had kind of pointed it out, I realized the best way to, to really test this out is to tell people about it. And then maybe we will find a glitch when there are more people paying attention and they see, oh, it gets stuck on this player or you know, whatever the situation is. But there it is, it's back. Uh, let, let me jump in just real quick and say, as a as a individual who was a listener and a fan first before this cool opportunity to be a co-host, the enhanced app. Uh, oh, guess what? <laughs> How do you know when Tony's drunk? He starts to talk like William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's true. <laughs> as a listener and a fan of the podcast, prior to getting the awesome opportunity to be a co-host, I loved the enhanced version. I loved being able to look at the picture of what you were talking about. If for no other reason than the best part was always the twit pick of the week. I yes. could turn on my phone and it was right there and I could look at it and I could see what you guys were talking about as you were discussing it as opposed to logging in, going to Twitter or going to the, the, the blog and then right. clicking on it to find it out. I couldn't be more excited, Mark, that, that Apple has finally come back around to being conducive enough for you to to do what you're doing now on the podcast. Yeah, I was heartbroken. That was one. Uh, I mean, the enhanced, like I said, the enhanced podcast was part of the plan from day fucking one but that was one of the things that broke my heart is that i'm like 
we can do a topic of the week. We're going to show it? Because it used to always be, you know, we'll share it on all our social media, Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, and, Plus, the, Enhanced and the Enhanced Podcast, which you'll be seeing right now. Oh, that means you got to change the script. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll be changing next week. But there it is. We're back. So, so I, I just have to say, and when I got the, the notes and I started, like, skimming through them real quick, I'm like, how long is he going to talk about this fucking Enhanced Podcast? Like, the notes section on this was huge. There's a lot of stuff to talk. It's, it's a thing that it, people who know about it love it. And and uh, there's a lot of people that don't know about this, uh-huh. so I want to be sure to share it. And when, it's not that long. It, it was pretty long. It's half a page <laughs> compared to the other stories. It's pretty long. Well, that's because I, I I'm able to, to dictate the narrative here. I'm unfortunately <laughs> left to whatever interesting things are going on in Vegas as to how long the story's gonna go. I'm just saying it seemed like a lot. Whatever. <laughs> you went through it very quickly though, so so thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm gonna narrate it longer. I know. <laughs> Or narrate, er, edit it. Oh what did I say, narrate it? Yeah, you said narrate it. And I wasn't sure what you meant, but I was like, all right. He's laughing, Tony's laughing, they must know. I'll just let it go. All right, all right. So let's 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 bring it in for just a quick second. We're going to talk about something somewhat serious, and then we'll, we'll move on. But let's at least acknowledge the Mandalay Bay shooting. Yes. On Sunday, at the Route 91 Harvest Festival, an outdoor country music concert being held at the Mandalay Bay Festival Grounds, located in front of Luxor, making the name of the grounds pretty misleading. 58 people were killed and more than 500 were injured when a gunman opened fire on the crowd from the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay Resort. Shots were fired on the crowd for an estimated nine minutes, basically straight. When police arrived at his room, the shooter responded by firing on them. Once SWAT arrived and broke into the room, the shooter was found dead of an apparent suicide. A sweep of the room found 23 weapons, including rifles, some with scopes, as well as cameras set up to monitor activity in the hallway outside of the suite. The window the shooter was firing from was intentionally smashed out prior to shots being fired to provide a better vantage point. The shooter has been identified, though we will not say what his name is here. He has no prior history of violence or run-ins with the police. All his weapons appear to have been purchased legally, passing required background checks, and there is currently no apparent motive or connection to any terrorist network. Several of the weapons had been modified with a legal device known as bump stock, which basically allows a semi-automatic weapon to fire in rapid succession, similar to a fully automatic weapon. The shooter checked into Mandalay Bay on September 28th and requested the suite that he was in. Housekeeping had been in the room during that stay and did not see anything out of the ordinary. Searches of his vehicle and at his home uncovered bomb-making materials and more guns. Police are still trying to uncover a motive. You're not going to find one. And we'll be interviewing the shooter's girlfriend, who was out of the country at the time and voluntarily returned to the U.S. for questioning. This is currently the deadliest mass shooting in U.S. history. I think that says it all. I, I'm inclined to agree. Next up, the Fountains of Samsung. Samsung Galaxy has opened up a hands-on studio in the Caesars Palace outdoor frontage for people to demo their latest tech. However, that isn't the news. Where they are allowed to set up shop is. Caesars allowed the pop-up structure to be constructed on top of the iconic fountains at the property, specifically the section closest to Las Vegas Boulevard. The structure was built over the fountains, creating a platform for Samsung to build upon, covering up any trace that a fountain ever existed, except for the statue of Samothrace, which the platform was built around. No word how much Samsung paid for the prime real estate, but they will continue to occupy that space until January of 2018. I swear this was there while we were there, and I didn't... If it was located on the fountains, it didn't occur to me. And, and I'm almost positive it wasn't. I think the one that we saw was, was somewhere else. I don't think it was. Because I, I, I think the the construction of... Hell's Kitchen thing? Yeah, Ascat's new restaurant was the most distracting piece. I don't think this was up yet. Okay. Uh, well, that makes me feel a little bit better that, I, like, how the hell did I not see this and say something? But that would make sense if they had a spot somewhere else. Because I do remember, like, like the, the plaza, the outdoor plaza seemed a bit congested. And I'll bet you it was because they... Well, because there was construction and they blocked a bunch of it off. So uh, well, there's around. that too. But I, I, I do right. remember it being there, but I don't remember it being in that location. I could be wrong. 
So I, I uh, this makes me surprisingly angry. It is annoying. Because it's just like, what? Why the fuck did you have to put this this there? And for oh, what? So where some people can come in and display their newest tech creations? Who gives a shit? That that's really the best use of that space. According to them, they've been getting a lot of compliments for it. But I'm sure it's very similar to how we all asked for resort fees. <laughs> Because they've been right. getting a lot of complaints about this, too. <laughs> if only I had somewhere to go to get a phone that I don't want right. over a place that doesn't need to be. Right. Oh, thank God you got rid of that fucking fountain where everybody likes to take pictures in front of. I mean, we don't, we don't want to see anything calming or natural or pretty in Vegas. We just want it to all be commercial and, you know, shopping I, and gambling. Yeah. And that's it. We don't, we don't need anything that might have... And God knows, Caesars needs all the help it can get to look pretty. <laughs> and the fact that they took that fountain out and put this monstrosity in front of it. I mean, it was bad enough if they had Serendipity 3 right there in the corner before. That was next pink to and it, gaudy. Right, next yeah. to it. Right, that was that pink was... and gaudy and awful, and God knows what it's going to look like now. Now you drop this uh, minimalist architectural bullshit yeah, yeah, store just, in the yeah, front? Yeah, just a building, yeah. Just, just quick. I, there's, I, mean, there's I don't know why. This makes me surprised. There's nothing wrong with, with the building they popped up in general, but it's just that it's there, and all the stories that I saw show you a before and after, and it's dramatically worse. Like, you're, how upset you are is justified when you see the two pictures by each other. Like, what the fuck are you doing to this? But there it is. <laughs> you, you, she checked that. I'm done. Drop mic. I didn't give Tony a chance to say anything. Drop the so mic. He, oh. he needs his minute. I just, I'm done. I, I have, no, I have, I have nothing additional to add to it. I, I, quite frankly, I think that your sarcasm aptly points out the ridiculousness. Yeah. Something that also equally disappoints me is the fact that there's not going to be a phase two at the Tropicana. The Las Vegas advisor reports that Penn National Gaming, the owners of Tropicana, have abandoned their phase two plans to reinvest $200 million in the property, something they publicly announced they would do shortly after acquiring it in 2015. It isn't clear why they elected to eliminate phase two, but Robert Irvine's place recently opened and it's doing quite well. Also though, the decision isn't expected to affect the other long promised plans to redo their buffet and add an Asian grab and go concept, but both of those are currently slated for the first quarter of 2018. I, I'm I'm bleary. As much as I loved what Alex Humanogen did to Tropicana, I'm I'm concerned. I mean, we, I guess you got Robert Irvine in there, but although we've been unimpressed with the menu, uh, I'm I'm concerned they're gonna fuck this place up. Although, didn't they buy M Resort? They didn't fuck that up though. My true. Oh, they did. It was it them. Yes. Okay. As a matter of fact, we were all kind of excited because of what they did to the M. We thought, oh, maybe they'll invest that same sort of level of interest in the Tropicana. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to hold out hope. You know, when when we were there, albeit briefly, because Tropicana really dropped the ball, and yeah. I think I'm being generous with my verbiage there. I agree. <laughs> it was a nice enough facility, and I would have, I'd be interested in giving it more of an opportunity if they can find a way to write the grandiose wrong that they committed for uh, <laughs> Vegas vacation. I think it was three, I believe. Yeah, I wasn't there. So and yeah. four. We didn't try to go. We, tr we tried to do something with them for four, and we completely abandoned the plan because of uh, how bad they fucked up. But that was in the planning pro process, not... Like, it wasn't... Three was when you guys were there. And well, no, but up. we had fully announced that they were going to be a host property and they were going to hook people up with fucking crazy shit yeah. and, and then they, that that all fell up like they couldn't have been more apologetic and then I end up calling and speaking to the guy that had like yeah we got different owners now it's, it's a different story I, I can't really I can't really commit to those that's alright we had a blast at Luxor so yes we did I know right exactly. no one's complaining it, it worked out it worked out in our favor in my <laughs> Something that I hope works out in Neonopolis's favor is this idea of notoriety coming to the Neonopolis. While few details are available, it was announced this week by Eater Vegas that a nightclub slash live entertainment venue will take over the space formerly home to Crave Massive at Neonopolis. What is known is it will be called Notoriety. It will have a lobby bar and lounge with a merchandise area and space for pre and post show meetups. No word when the project will begin or when it will be completed. 
Crave Massive closed in 2013, two months after opening as the world's largest gay nightclub. Its failure had less to do with the concept and more to do with the tremendous mismanagement by ownership. It does. The one thing that always interested me about that space, and I, I would have gone to Crave Massive, is that was a movie theater. What the fuck did right. they do to it to make it into a nightclub? Like, I always think about those sloped <laughs> things, like a floors. Yeah, yeah, what did you do with that? Like, they built them up flat. I guess, but... I, I mean, the theater is still tall, so all you got to do is, once you go in the doors, yeah. instead of it, you right. just well, put yeah, in the right. false floor, not false floor, but you put another floor. But aren't they... I mean, it's like that. At some point, there's going to be an angle, right? No matter what you do. Yeah. I mean, if you keep no. going all the way to the top... I assume it's probably a tiered system where they might have tiered dance floors. Not not that anything changes, but yeah. you've got so you've got like you know oh, I see what the, you're the the squatty ugly gay guys at the bottom of the, <laughs> of the dance floor, and then you've got like you know the twinked muscled out guys at the top at, of the, the dance top. floor. And everything in between is so it, you know the socioeconomic. Very area. very similar to the gay pyramid of dominance. We, we, I, I, no, the, I, in an oh, inverse relationship because the twinks are not on the top of the dominance level. Oh, yeah, that's right. I well, it depends on where you put the leathers and the bears and the otters. That's all. <laughs> it's all relative, Karen. <laughs> well, I, I know. I'm just saying. He's like it's a power. <laughs> done, it's a power me. thing, you know. The twinks <laughs> are, are on top, but I'm like the twinks are not on top. This is not how that works. Oh, yes, but, not but, on top. But the in their, but in their, in their hottedness, they're like they're, they're at the top of the uh, of, of the gay food chain. Right. But, but I, I see. I, I I'm think totally I, pulling this out of my ass just I so I can try and work work with Tony's whole tiered dance system. And I'm like, no, the hot guys are on the top because everybody wants to look at the hot guys. And but but I think that um, and again, this is spoken as a straight woman, so I absolutely have no idea to know. But I would think that from my observations of the gay community, it, it's it's like a buffet, and it's not a because <laughs> a there's so many dicks. there's so no. <laughs> There's so many different tastes and flavors. Tonight? Well, there's so many different what tastes and flavors. What was that Asian Everybody... grab and go that we talked about from the Tropicana? Trying to make a point, you can't get it in there. <laughs> and that's not too far off. Anyway, I'm just gonna let it go. Asian grab and go. It's a concept Tropicana is trying to figure out how to make work. <laughs> it's like party favors. You just pass them around. <laughs> It's funny. I, I I know I know it's not this way. I know it isn't. And every time I think about it, it makes me smile. And I know you guys are gonna laugh at it. But for some reason, I couldn't get my head wrapped around like, well, they got these slanted floors. I mean, so is it like is it like dancing at the Joker's hideout? You know, back in the old Batman, where everybody just kind of slanted. Like, well, this is how we're gonna dance. We're gonna be a great massive. <laughs> I'm sure they would figure that out. The lawsuits. I mean, you couldn't wear any type of heels because you just go sliding all over the place. No, they'd have to figure out the flooring. <laughs> oh my God. Thanks, Karen. You're welcome. Way to bring the conversation to a screeching halt. Right. <laughs> Let's bring a logistics in here. I, I know. I don't, I don't need worrying about you twisting an ankle in your high heels. <laughs> Why do you think it's going to be me? You don't think any of those twinks are, are strutting around in heels? Yeah, it's got a point. She kind of wins up. Yeah. Now, right. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me move on to something that I'm actually really excited to talk about, and that's Zork Fest Atlantic City. Travel Zork, a frequent source of content on this show, is hosting Zork Fest in Atlantic City December 1st and 2nd at Bally's. The two-day event will focus on teaching people how to better take advantage of traveling and casino loyalty programs. It will be hosted by friend of the show and fellow podcaster, Cousin Vito, and will feature friend of the show, Eric Rosenthal, as well as other people we don't know. <laughs> Friday, <laughs> Friday will offer a welcome reception from 6 to 7.30 p.m. Saturday offers seminars starting at 9 a.m. till 5.30, broken into multiple 45-minute sessions. You can attend as many or as few as you would like. All the details are available at zorkfest.com. The cost to attend is $125, and you have until November 10th to register. However, if you register before November 1st, you'll get $25 off and be registered for a chance to win Diamond Status with Caesars Entertainment for a year. Ooh. You must also be staying at Bally's to be eligible to win this prize, but Travels Dork has sorted out special room rates for those attending as well. Room rate details can also be found at ZorkFest.com. In addition to that... If you use the promo code ZORK360, you'll get an additional $10 off, and you'll help support the show. 
and everyone who attends is eligible to win one comp night and dinner for two at Bally's Atlantic City. It is important to reiterate, Zorkfest is not a timeshare pitch. You aren't pressured to purchase anything, and you aren't being solicited. It is just a collection of people who know how to make the most out of what casinos and travel companies offer and are willing to share that information with you. Or a fee. The <laughs> which good for, good for them. Yeah. For those of you interested in more information and want to try out the enhanced podcast functionality, you can click on the link provided in the stories chapter on your internet-connected device, and it will take you directly to ZorkFest.com. And if you think about it, 125 bucks or $100 if you register before November 1st. Actually, if, 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 you're, unless you, if you listen to the show and you're not an idiot, you're going to save $35, right? Because you're so getting 25 bucks. Yeah, there you go. So my point was for $90 to learn how to get to, you know, premier elevated diamond status, you would have to gamble that much a second to get there automatically. So I, I see where this would be. A good use of your time. They were they were very. Uh, I know Tony's got some great stuff to say, but one thing I obviously we're an affiliate with them, but uh, I offered to do this. They they were gracious enough to create a, some affiliation, but I didn't ask for this. This Aww. was something that they they came to me. They had told Tony and I about it and, and offered like, hey, do you guys want to come? You know, we we would love to have you. And while I'm not able to attend, I'm excited that Tony's going to be able to, so we can get a report on it. But I was more interested in this was a genuine offer of something that was cool, and I, you know, read into it. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I'm like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plug this on the show. This is cool. And they're like, wow, that's really cool. Thanks a lot. I know this is a labor of love for you, and you know, it's not really a, a money making thing. You know, we don't want to intrude on that. I'm like, yeah, but it's different when it's something cool like this, and I just want people to know about it. So, Tony, share your enthusiasm. I could not be more excited about this opportunity. When we were out in Vegas for 360 Vegas Vacation 5, Eric and I had an opportunity to kind of sneak away from the rest of the group and we sat at Bound Bar at the Cromwell and we had a drink together. And if Eric gets into even 50%, and, and to be clear, I don't actually know what specifically he's gonna go into, so this is as much as a learning opportunity for me as it's gonna be for everyone else. But if Eric goes into even 50%, it, it travels Zork, the, the conference, as he went Zorkfest. into in detail with me, just he and I enjoying a beverage, an adult beverage at Bound Bar. The $90 that the folks are going to spend is a drop in the bucket for the information that you're going to learn. Eric has such a phenomenal mind in how you can work within the system. So I, I can't even say that you're gaming the system. You're not right. gaming anything. They're going to teach you just things that you can do. If you follow the points guy, either on their blog or I usually just, I, I've like their their the TPG on Facebook and they have constant posts of ways that you can maximize how to get points. I'm a, I'm a big fan I, of the Amex Delta credit card. So I, 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 I've got that. They're going to talk about just ways that you can use your credit cards to be able to maximize that you're getting free flights. I mean, one of the things that I said to Eric is, you know, I don't, and this is not an elitist alert. I'll be the first to concede. Caesar Entertainment can't throw free hotel rooms at people fast enough. So free rooms, you know, people are like, oh, you must be a a big spender because you get free rooms. I'm like, no, it's just that I've signed up for their player's card. My problem is getting out there is I got to pay for airfare. And Eric's like, no, 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 no. One of these <laughs> days, buddy, we're going to sit down. We're going to talk about ways that you can decrease the actual costs of your, of your flight. There are lots of opportunities. This travel Zork is going to be your opportunity. Zork Fest will talk about this. So I'm, I've already booked my flight. I've already booked wow. my hotel room. I've already booked my rental car. I'm actually flying into Philly. Hint, hint, Phil states. <laughs> and, and, um, and I'm just going to drive right in. I'm, of course, got my fingers crossed that on December 1st and 2nd and 3rd, we're going to have atrociously warm weather on the East Coast. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, I, You're a gambler, uh, Tony. There you go. I am a gambler. Exactly. I have no doubt the weather is going to be totally awesome, but I couldn't be more excited, and I can't wait to come back and, and talk on the podcast about what Eric and the rest of the Zork Fest folks will let me talk about on the podcast, because I have a sneaking suspicion a lot of this stuff is going to be like, guys, 
you paid to be here. You should keep this under your hat. Right. This is, yeah. this is valuable information. Why would you give it away for free? Exactly. Fair enough. So, all right. Exciting. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, state officials are reporting that in July, the first month of recreational pot sales brought in $3.68 million in tax revenue, short of the projected $5 million. Now, to be clear, that is the combination of a 15% wholesale tax as well as a 10% retail tax. Now, the early projections had monthly revenue estimated at $5 million, but I have a sneaking suspicion that shortfall came from what we had reported on earlier, which was that uh, demand right. had completely outseeded the supply. Yeah, they, they, they weren't ready. Well, but the, the only, and, and I agree, they weren't ready. They're still the, not ready. <laughs> but the only thing that seems weird to me is they, they were regulating the supply. So they thought on that supply they were going to get $5 million. That's my only counterpoint to that. So I, I kind of wonder, did they miss somewhere? I think they're full of shit, to be honest with you. I, I, as much as I've been following this this city as, uh, I, you know, I've... Yes, we all know you're a Vegas expert. As much <laughs> as I've been following this, this city, I have I, noticed that they tend to dramatically overestimate like how these people have jobs these auditors these financiers that they come up with these projections have jobs well we learned beyond from, me from the auditors dealing with the parking uh, agreement at uh, neonopolis so right <laughs> right perfect they're, example they're, yeah they're i have no idea how any of those people have jobs and it, it's almost like the five million number is almost so perfect that you're like eh, we'll make five million in the first month yeah. you know that's kind of where they came up with it and the other part too is I'm sure there was a sell job to get this legalized. We'll generate five million five revenue. Five million dollars. Don't spend it yet. It's not going to be anywhere close to that. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's funny. That's one of the first things I thought. I'm like, that's such a that's such a nice little number, isn't it? Five million. Yeah. It does seem yeah. like they're just like going to be five million dollars. Right. I know. Yeah, I agree. All right. Next up, various sources have been sharing pictures of the progress at Wynn Plaza, and its aesthetic is clearly intended to complement the Encore Beach Club and serve as exterior anchors to the two properties. As Wynn Plaza looks almost identical to the Encore Beach Club, makes sense. I mean, I, I guess when you were kind of like, "What are you guys going to do with it?" Like, "Oh no, we're going to do that." Like, "Oh, that again?" So my my only issue with that is to call. So one of them is called Encore Beach Club, which Beach Club brings up a visual expectation mm -hmm. for the other one to be plaza and be a shopping area <laughs> i'm like okay so how do i know which one's which i mean if it looks identical you're walking up going wait is that the beach club or that one's the plaza because they both look the same yeah. Yeah. vital vegas followed up on his report that the link promenade will soon oh, Jesus Christ I sound like Shatner myself hold on <laughs> <laughs> Vital Vegas followed up on his report that the link promenade will soon announce the addition of a zip line by clarifying its intended path plans are for the launching point to be down by the high roller run the length of the promenade and end at the vortex at link finally making use of the space that that does make sense I still don't I still don't necessarily like it only because what is it that you're ziplining past? Like all these retail shops, like, look at retail, right. retail. <laughs> <laughs> I see you cupcake. Right. <laughs> I mean, Fremont Street made sense. Ziplining between Luxor and Excalibur made sense. This just doesn't make any sense to me, but there it is. At least they're using Vortex for something if this happens. Well, and frankly, that I think is the one redeeming quality. If they start finally doing something, something. with Vortex, yeah, I think it, I think it's a winner. You know, I remember the the specs that they had drawn up of what Vortex was supposed to look like and what they were going to do with it, and they haven't done shit with it right I now. I do not understand why they haven't used it as simply an outdoor lounge bar or yeah, that or, would make a shitload of money. Table. I mean, if, if, huh? make gaming tables may be a loftier idea, but even if it was just a lounge, who the fuck wouldn't want to go up and hang out on top? And, and and just have some drinks. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. I, I, that's so insanely underutilized. But then again, the former Imperial Palace has made an entire life cycle of wasting a shit ton of strip frontage. So, part for the Why course. Why stop now? Right? 
Right. You tried to do something for a Vegas vacation at Vortex, and even then they were like, mm, no thanks, we'll pass. Yeah, they were they were open to it, but this was at the beginning of me losing. If, when I first brought it up to them, they're like, yeah, we could totally use something like that. I'm like, yeah, it'd be amazing. Think about it. We could get like gaming tables up there or even just a bar or something. Just something. We just want to hang out up there. You know, even if, if, if we have to go and get drinks and bring them up, we just want to hang out up there. And they were... Yeah, it sounds like a great idea. And it was right at the beginning of me just getting annoyed with dealing with properties because you would get that kind of, of interest. And then when you tried to actually make plans is when everything became a fucking hassle. And you're like, never mind. Forget it. But yeah, we, that was going to be one of the things that... And, and if, if you would have been a part of those conversations, that was a fucking lock. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, one of the only things that still survived... Those original plans was the high roller experience where we had a private cabin. And the only reason it still uh, survived is because I made the effort to reach out to high roller instead of the person that was was uh, was supposedly gonna gonna hook us up and take care of this. So yeah, I'm very happy with the way we take care of things now. Absolutely. <laughs> Returning to a simpler time. Axehole, a range that allows people to pay for the experience to throw knives and axes at targets. Well, that's now opened at Neonopolis. It's a one-hour session, and it'll cost you $25. I will say this. I'm, I'm, I'm right in line to go do that. I have no idea how long it will take before someone significantly cuts themselves and they have to close this, but it can't be long. Right. right. If some 15-year-old kid's going to shoot somebody else at that Range, remember the the kid that shot. Oh, it was the... it was younger than a fifteen year old. The one that shot her dad that was teaching her how to yeah. shoot. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, she was yeah. like eleven or twelve. I mean, she was yeah. little. See, Someone's but I was gonna but... take an axe to the throat. I'm see, and that's I'm thinking of of drunk people in there, but fucking uh, trying to. There, there is around. no way they're gonna let drunk people in to throw knives. There is no oh, way. So, so then then they're not going to do any business at all. In My Vegas, guess is, is what you're most saying. of their business is gonna be done during the day. And personally, for me, I love that it, an ex, I'll call it an extreme experience because all the gun ranges you go to, you have to drive off the strip or yeah. there, there are ways you have to get to them. The fact that this is right downtown at Neonopolis means you can wake up first thing in the morning like, all right, it's my knives throwing day and, and go do that. I would be so in line for this. First and I don't I think that they would have to be very careful. So think about it, when we jumped off the stratosphere, they wouldn't let you go if you were visibly intoxicated. I, I hear I hear what you're saying, but I, I'm I'm simply saying you're throwing sharp thing. I, I just I, I foresee somebody will get hurt. I yeah, don't, some, I don't disagree so, with that. something's gonna slip out of some somebody's hand and they're gonna get really cut. But personally, I love this. I want to I want to <laughs> go do this. <laughs> I don't awesome. care how many people get hurt for this. This will be fun. Fair well, enough. As long as I'm not hurting right. anybody or I don't get hurt, right. I'm really not, and no one I know gets hurt. I'm not really worried about it. There you it. go. There you go. As long as the people I care about are responsible with this, let's all yeah. have fun. Don't, I'm not going to let some idiot ruin my fun. Fair enough. I mean, where else am I going to get to go do this? I've never heard of this axe-hole thing before. I, I, I would agree. The name is fun, too. It, yeah. Axe-hole. I mean, the, the whole idea is, is fun. I just I, I, I cannot foresee. You're like, it's a disaster and, waiting yeah, to happen. That's what I mean. I can't imagine any scenario in which this lasts, and which this doesn't end where someone doesn't significantly injure themselves. And that, and that's like, well, Axel closed today when a dude cut his arm off. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if, if any of the listeners that are coming to a future Vegas vacation are up for this, let me know because I would totally arrange this and make this a, a thing to do. This sounds like so much fun. I hope. I hope it's like a a batter's cage where where like you have to go in there and it's all by you so you can't get distracted or like you're like, what are you guys talking about like please stop oh i'm around sure there's all kinds of safety i hope so <laughs> issue i just i you know you see those guys that you know throw axes and they you know hit the like i just think about how heavy in. those things are that's what i'm like slips right out of your hand cracks right on the fucking head well axle closed today when someone split himself in half yeah okay well i guess they could split him. but i just <laughs> I think this would be fun to do. I, I, I don't disagree, to okay. be honest with you. I don't disagree. Known to be an eventual victim of the renovations going on at their respective properties. Anyone who visited Axel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I saw the opportunity. There's I didn't only plan one. That. I didn't plan that. There's not more than one. <laughs> uh, 
Sorry. But again, the eventual victims of renovations going on at their properties. Eater Vegas is reporting that the food court at Monte Carlo and the champagne bar at Palazzo have been officially closed. No word on exactly what will take over the spaces they formerly occupied. I think it's sad that that, that those escalators are gone at Palazzo. Do you remember? Did you see them? Yeah, you went to Palazzo, didn't you? Or no, you went into Venetian. When you went to the Canyon Spa? Uh, we went in, we had to go into Venetian and then walk to Palazzo through. Did you even notice it? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was sad. Tony, did you see it while we were I, there? I don't know which ones you're talking about. The escalators that are right I, in the middle of the fucking casino. I've, you know, honest to God, I think I've been through the Palazzo maybe two times. And the last time would have been when my wife and I stayed at the Venetian for our honeymoon. And I think we just <laughs> meandered our way over to the Plots will just be like, oh, here it is. Okay, let's go back now. I, I don't, I don't know. It was always something that captured my imagination. I loved the idea of you're in the casino, and then instead of it being a giant pain in the ass to get to the shopping and the food, like it's almost like they had the idea going. We just want you here spending money and having a good time. Boom, hop right upstairs. There's some good food up there. We got some shops down there. Boom, hop right back down. Now you're gambling again, and now it's like they're going back to the old idea of like, no, nope, no, nope, we're gonna get you stuck. We're gonna get you stuck. <laughs> Recently filed plans revealed that Sakushi Grill at Paris will expand its footprint to an additional 800 plus square feet, install a charcoal grill, and rebrand themselves Iron Skillet. Iron Skillet is owned by the same people who run Yongkang Street at the property. To be fair, they're the same people that own the Sakushis. Okay, Sakushi is a way cooler name than Iron Skillet. I would agree. Yeah, my I, guess, my I, guess is it's hard for people to pronounce, or they. I don't uh, care. I would have an interest in going to Sakushi. I agree. Iron Grill, no, no, or I, Iron Skillet. I picture like a, a dirty spoon restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't mean... No, the, so it, the Denny's of Japanese. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I picture like a truck stop with a big skillet, the, oh, a cast wow. iron skillet that they cook stuff on. That's what I picture. I, I, no yeah, I immediately so have, have, the right, have the right over, one, overcooked spoon. home fries. or the, not, not home fries. What am I thinking of? Fuck hash it. browns. No, not hash browns. Fuck it. It's gone now. It's too late. I ruined the joke. <laughs> but I mean, that's... Let me simply say, I've never, I had never been there before until 360 Vegas Vacation 5, where Andrew Corrington and I had stopped. We did a real, and I mean real quick, like 15, 20 minute lunch. We were in, we were out. We got a couple of uh, sushi rolls. We had a wonderful experience and I can't wait to take Jen back to well, whatever they're going to call it, Iron Skillet, as long as they keep the facade and as long as we can get sushi. If uh, My guess is they're, they're, I think what the Iron Skillet part probably means is they're going to do some sort of quasi-hibachi type uh, food fixing. I, I'm going to reserve judgment. I was originally incredibly disappointed when I first read this article here for what we're reporting on, I'm I'm going to reserve judgment. I, I'm going to hold out hope. I think it's going to be pretty okay. Well, and the fact that you've been there before, like I honestly didn't even know what this was, but what you're describing sounds perfect for Vegas because there's so many times I don't want a grab and go. I want to sit down and get something, but I don't want to sit down for an hour. Yeah. So the fact that you were able to, you know, go in and in 20 minutes get food and get out just sounds awesome. That I sounds perfect for I, Vegas. I can say the, the story that I, that I read made it sound very much like all this is is an expansion and a rebranding it's still the same restaurant they're just going to add some more space throw this charcoal grill in there like tony's talking about they're going to do something special with that but the rest of it's going to stay the same this is just expanding i just don't, yep. like, the name. I don't like the name either right i couldn't agree with you more it is what it is i guess that's going to do it for news and prop bets let's move into coming attractions Attractions is a portion of the show where we share with you accent artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. 
First up, Dennis DeYoung is performing the music of Sticks at the Golden Nugget. Friday, October 20th, the show is going to start at 8 p.m. and tickets will start at $54. That cracks me up that the guy is such a pain in the ass to deal with that the band Sticks was like, fuck it, we're going on the road, we'll get somebody that sounds like you, we'll sing the other song that you weren't you know, a singer on, and we'll do that. And he's like, bro, I still want to talk. Well, I'll sing the songs that I wrote, and I'll grab another band who will put up with my shit. <laughs> I I'm singing the music of Sticks. Well, that's, that's what I thought was funny as soon as I read it. It's like, he's singing the music of Sticks. You don't have the right to say that you're Sticks performing, right. even though right. you were the lead singer and the vocals that everybody remembers. Right. can't say it. Next up, Shaggy is performing at Brooklyn Bowl in the Link Promenade, Sunday, December 3rd. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at 28 bucks. <laughs> Nine Inch Nails is performing at the Joint at Hard Rock Friday, October 20th. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $80. I swear to God, you order these in, in the order that you want. It's not. <laughs> it's not. You it's as I find up, No, no. no. Always you end up reading always, the artists that you like. Whatever. That's not. I, I swear. Before it was, last week, it was Noel Gallagher. This week, I it's, swear it's Nine Inch you. Nails. I'm not going to say I don't sometimes do that but i, I oh i think it's you. subtle you're like oh this one's no gonna be mine. no no i sometimes i i will do it sometimes i'll do it for comedic effect like oh i want tony to say this but i'll be honest with you i have not been paying attention at all uh-huh. in in months i have not been paying attention we to this think order. thou dost protest too much i think uh, you are it, full of shittest in fairness uh, one of my wife's most favorite 360 vegas ever is when we were in Memphis and I was three sheets to the wind podcasting with Mark. Oh my God, and for I hours? Sp- <laughs> and I spilled my drink and apparently I called Wiz Khalifa. So Wiz Khalifa is going to be. <laughs> Jen said she had to pause it so she could just laugh hysterically. That's one of the things I love about your wife. <laughs> And the worst part is, she knew it had nothing to do with the amount of alcohol that I'd consumed. She's oh, like, yeah. he's literally never seen those words. Oh, yeah. Those letters put together in those words <laughs> in that order. He, he looked, his brain immediately went, logic, how would you say this? Well, I don't know what this is, so let's quickly try to sound it out in your head. <laughs> the Killers are performing at MGM Grand Garden Arena, Saturday, February 3rd. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $35. And last up, The Used are performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Friday, November 24th, show starts at 5 p.m. Tickets start at $37. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Well, I guess that's going to do it for episode number 245. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so by going to the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can support the show via purchasing things from our affiliates, amazon.com, tickets.accessvegas.com, or Earth Limos, where you can get 10% off just by using the promo code 360vegas, or just make a PayPal donation. You can also buy merchandise from our store, which is zazzle.com slash 360vegas, or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send any feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we do have instructions on how to do that as well on the blog's main page. Hint, hint. Tony, where can people find you? I am at 360 Vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at Karen Mark. I just told you where you can find me. So until next time. Bye.